This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Um, so, Andrew, we, we've been talking about how um, these are really great tools, even if they're very secular, to point to Christ and to be a means, um, really, of, I, I think, even of a of evangelization. And I think one is because these this media, it speaks to everyone. You know, like, mm-hmm. theoretically, everyone has access to it. You know, um, I think a lot of people, um, maybe they don't want to go to a religious movie, you know, something that's clearly, obviously, explicitly religious. But they are open to kind of go to, I mean, people want to go to movies. They want to, mm-hmm. they want to see things, or they want to see art. We, I, I think sometimes I label this this sort of a soft entry approach where things aren't overtly religious, which means those who are against religion aren't going to just reject it. And they can come in, and if we really ask the right questions, um, we can actually use these sort of secular sources, these secular, this secular media, as a means by which to really introduce people to Christ. Yes. Um, and I think we've seen this throughout you know, the history of the Church. I mean, we used a lot of the Greek um, dramas and stories um, and art to kind of point to as almost a prefigurement to Christ, um, and even Greek um, mythological themes as something pointing towards Christ. So we've been doing this really you know, all of our life. Um, Paul does it in the Areopagus in Acts, you know, where he takes this this unknown God and uses it as something to point to Christ, you know, to a God that they have not yet met. Um, so I wonder, um, you know, as we can kind of continue these things, have you seen this maybe in, in your experience with others where um, you've been able to provoke... Um, kind of thoughts of Christ by talking about movies and things like that? I have seen that. There's several movies out there that, I mean, one thing we used to do uh, when I was at SVO, I think it was just me and a few other guys really loved mm-hmm. movies. So it was like a movie night where we would have a movie and then talk about it afterwards. Um, and it would hardly ever be like an overtly religious movie. It would be stuff like, I don't know, The Truman Show, for example, you know, a man born in a television show. But his his whole existence is like wanting to be free of that. And I, my friend can explain it better, but he talked about like the theology of the body and, and like the purpose of this guy who's like, he's in a fake world and he wants to get out. He wants to be free and how that relates to our faith and everything and really uh, opening up our eyes to like, what worlds are we living in? Um, right now, but what is really out there? What, uh, as far as like our faith goes that we can run towards. So yeah. And, and people, they know, uh, that I'm Catholic. Um, I, I don't really hide it that much. <laughs> um, so, and they also know that I have a big movie background and I studied films, uh, at my master's program at John Paul, the great Catholic university in San Diego. Uh, so they'll ask me these kinds of questions and it's really just, it's, it's like it's like almost an evangelization when somebody asks you a question about the Catholic Church, and you're like, well, and I don't know the answer. I was be like, well, I don't know, but let's figure it out together. It's like, well, let's watch this movie together and see how it relates to our human experience, which relates, as as you've said, 
uh, it points us to Christ. You know, it it's interesting now, and this this may be somewhat controversial. Um, and you know, I so I watch I watch a fair amount of movies, and you know, there are some um, overtly religious movies that I find really good, and they're high quality and they're beautiful. You know, I think of The Passion. I think mm-hmm. um, Mel Gibson's The Passion is it's a it's a beautiful movie, um, even in sort of the heinousness of of Christ's crucifixion, there's still a certain beauty about it. Um, I even think some of the older movies, you know, like, so for instance, A Man for All Seasons oh, yes. by St. Thomas oh, More, I love that movie. you know, yes. about St. Thomas More, um, or even, you know, like the, the Ten Commandments, you know, with Charlton Heston is in that yeah. one. You know, th- these are... Um, or Jesus, I think it was Zeffirelli's Jesus of Nazareth. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're very beautiful movies, and they're overtly religious. But then um, there's a a lot of other overtly religious movies that I really I can't stand them. Yes, now some of them are kind of cheesy, cheesy saint movies. Um, sure, I'll, I I mean. I, I I shouldn't mention the producers or the people that that push these things, but you know they're out there. It's like let's try to create a movie about every possible saint, and and they're kind of limpish, you know. Like oh, I, yeah. I just I didn't. And then I find also especially that's become especially popular in the last I don't know fifteen twenty years is there. I almost think that it's sort of evangelical Protestant movies that are usually. Um, you know, like it, it's it's always set up in some sort of debate or almost yeah. like in you know like um, apologetics. It's they're almost apologetic movies. Yes, um, and I I I I, ap- I absolutely can't stand them. Um, and you know, I I know that there's a lot of Catholics who do like them, um, but for to me that they kind of they lack that art. Like you know, mm-hmm. at least. Um, Give me something beautiful to reflect upon. Yes. Or give me something mysterious that I actually have to engage in order to see how it points to Christ. Yes. So and so am I a yeah. crazy man? You are not uh, a crazy okay. man. I no, this is a conversation that I've had with many people. I think so those evangelical Protestant movies and even like those bad saint movies, they focus on just preaching which if you think about the medium of movie, you're not going to be preached at. You're not going, you know, in the case of a Protestant, you're not going to the church to hear like their sermon or, or whatever. You're not looking for that. You're looking for a story. And I think reasons like the passion is so good is, well, first they put the money to actually like get the right equipment and like make it look good. Cause mm-hmm. I think that's one pitfall of some of these films. They try to go low budget and it just, I mean, you get what you pay for. You yeah. get a low budget film, but something like the passion it focuses um, on one overall like part, like at the passion of the Christ. It's one little story mm-hmm. instead of trying to focus on like the, like fit everything in from the story of Jesus mm-hmm. in a movie. I think like Jesus of Nazareth, the, it was a television series. That's why or yeah, like the it's chosen like, it's forever. It yeah. Takes forever. It's like, yeah. but that's okay. Cause it's like episodic. So yeah. they're, they're building things out uh, gradually. But in the case of a film where you're only there for uh, typically an hour and a half yeah. to like, I don't know, some three hours, um, 
you just want it. There's usually like one through line. There's one story. There's an arc. It's a hero's. What was it? A hero struggle over an obstacle to reach a goal is what mm. we learned is the, the basis of all like uh, plots of a film. And so when you're focusing on one story that sure you can have a little flashbacks because he has flat. There's flashbacks in the mm. passion, but you're focusing on that particular part of this person's story. It's it's you're just telling the story. And that's where the focus is. Where all these other movies, they focus on preaching the story to you, and that's and they do it on a low budget basis as well. And so that's where I think a lot of people have a disconnect with these movies. And and some people you mentioned they might like them because they offer something nice, something. And I, I would say probably somebody already established in their faith mm-hmm. might like them because it offers something nice. It's like an encouragement and everything. But if you're looking for actually good work of art, then these movies aren't going to do it for you because they're trying to preach the message to you instead of just telling you a story that you can relate to or a story that makes you think more. Um, so that's, that's where I think the big divide is between that. And so I'm with you where if I go to a movie, for instance, I want to hear a story about a person's life and see their struggles and how they overcome the obstacles. And then, you know, how do they reach the goal? Where does that leave me? What does that make me think? how does that make me think about things mm. um, instead of, okay, you told me that you told me the message of the story. Thanks. Do you, um, so it's, it's interesting. So there's two, two points I, I, I want to kind of grapple on to. Um, the first is the chosen, which you mentioned, which I think is an excellent yeah. series. It is well done. Um, and, and it is, it's very beautiful and it is just kind of unfolding the story. Yes. Um, so I, I mean, I think, you know, it, that is something very, and I think for the most, although they do have Catholics involved in the project, but it is mm-hmm. largely an evangelical Protestant. So it's not as if, uh, Protestants don't have right. the worldview or the talent or the, you know, the, the, the view to do it. They, they're doing it, you know? Yeah. It's just almost kind of like, um, as you say, um, they sacrifice on quality and they focus on preaching. Um, but the other thing too, um, you know, as we wrap up on this section um, of our conversation, is the difference be- between the genre of television and um, movie. Mm-hmm. So a movie, you know, you have two hours to tell the story, um, but in TV, it's usually more, ep- you know, episodic. Yes. So, do you? I mean, is there? Um, there's a different way. Uh, how how would you kind of compare the two other than just lengths? Yeah, well, it's really so television. I mean, I'm fine with both, but like basically television and its nature, it's something that you can stick with. You, you can relate to the characters and it, it takes a longer time to work out their story arc. Mm-hmm. And that can relate to us in our journey as well. And if in the film, Basically, you are in this segment of like the, almost like a snapshot of these characters' lives, and there's usually one message that is told in the film, one overlying message. Of course, there can be BC side mm. stories, but so that's that's the main difference. And then so when you're thinking about creating a movie or television, uh, eps, uh, television show, uh, those are the things you have to think about. Movie, what's the message that? overall message that I want to tell television, how do we live with these characters uh, and through their experiences over a long period of time? Interesting. And it both, I think it both probably um, captures the human condition, you know, that we are sort of this gradual unfolding, but yet also there is sort of a general theme of our entire life. Yes. Excellent. Mm -hmm. 
If you've been listening, this is Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger, and with me today has been Andrew Zook. Until next time, peace and all good.